Hello and welcome to Season 8, Episode 9, Three in the Back, of After the Event, a role-playing podcast. So join me, Matt, as I lead Adam and Tom Sassy Simpson and you, the listener, on a story of survival. Last time on After the Event, the group had a tricky and eventful car chase and they managed to escape. Then they agreed to meet at Vauxhall Station. Alright, now, last time you were part of a, of, a, of a a police chase, which was good for some of you and, and not so good for others. I mean, there were some ups and downs, and um, but basically, you all decided that you, you'd all escaped the police, you decided that you were going to meet um, at Vauxhall Station. Uh, yeah, we were figuring out the underground. Map. Yes. Um, and by the time you all get there, because it was night time, this chase, there, as you know, I think Sassy... Now, Adam is, is on the Victoria line to Vauxhall, and Sassy was in Clapham Tunnel, and he was going to go and wait for you, Adam, at Vauxhall Station. Um, the... The time has now passed. It is now 9 a.m. And you have three hours left to get to the Crystal Sphere facility and talk to Dr. Joseph Dunn. Because, of course, I think it was Sassy who made contact with Dr. Joseph Dunn and said that he'd got some important information to tell him. And uh, to head... He asked you to head there. Um... Yeah, so, refuse to say anything else. Yeah, he was being a bit of a dick. Um, so you, uh, Sassy, you're waiting outside in the car. Uh, Adam, kind of saunters out what of car, the. What car is it? I managed to steal. Oh, dude, dude, I can't remember what car you had. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we met. I don't think we mentioned it. Didn't you have a riot van? Yeah, yeah, but I ditched that in the tunnel. Oh, yes. A different car. Yes, and you got a and different car. I don't think car. we mentioned what car I got in. No, I don't know. Let's say it's a, um, a... Let's go for London. Let's go for a Toyota Corolla. Okay. Now... Oh, in the blandest of cars. Don't you want to blend in? Yeah, hide in plain sight, I suppose. Now, I will just mention that something has happened to Adam's video. He has paused. Adam, are you still there? Adam? Oh, he's there. Okay. Sound yeah, I'm there. I'm sorry. I'm in the process of trying to scan a QR code on my phone using my tablet. Sorry. Motherfucker. We are trying to record. He's done it again! He's done it again? You don't give a shit. It's as though this isn't important to you and doing this is some kind of inconvenience. It's like it's a joke. It's like it's a joke. We have tens of listeners who... (laughs) We've got ten listeners. We have tens of listeners. Tens. I'm not saying if that's in the the, the teens or the twenties, but tens, right, of listeners who... Motherfucker is still paused. Right, okay. 
No, it's fine. Adam saunters out. No, Adam saunters out of Vauxhall Station. He's mincing a little bit. He looks a little bit like a fairy as he gets in the car. That's a little bit of punishment there for you. Right. What are you guys talking about? Adam? Adam? You're, you're at the point now where, first of all, what's the QR code for? I can see the hair. Like a thicket. Okay, he 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 does look like a grizzly man. It goes all the way down, doesn't it? It's, it's oh, Adam, cool, it? Adam, don't put your tie dye. Oh, I've got hair shoulders. Adam, I've got hair shoulders too. Adam, don't put your tie dye t-shirt Adam, on. Adam, we, we, share, we share the same gene pool, mate. I'm just as hairy as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Okay. <laughs> so you're you're in the car now. Have to is, this, is, is this the conversation we're having? Is it? No, 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 this is not. Adam, you were mincing a bit there, and you look a bit like a bear. And then, uh, I think it's, uh, is it Amanda who's next to me in the vehicle? She goes, you make a good bear. And uh, we both discuss how, yes, we agree that Adam would make a good bear. Quinn just looks. Funny enough, how we agree that Quinn would make a good twink. Yeah. And then the Russian (laughs) specialist just looks at all of you and goes, shut the fuck up. Get in the car. And then we, me and Amanda look at each other in that knowing way, just going, he's a dom, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're all in the car. You're in the Toyota Corolla. Okay. Um, how many got... of us are in this Toyota Corolla, by the way? You are. How, how many are in the Corolla? Two in the front, three in the back. There's you, Adam, Amanda, Quinn, Russian specialist. Two in the front and three in the back. Yeah. There's a joke there somewhere. Maybe that should be the name of the episode. Two in the front and three in the back. Okay, that's fine. Two in the front, three in the back. No, that's too long. That's too long to, to do on the... No, I can't. That's too long. Um, I'll just put three in the back. <laughs> three in the back. We'll call it three so, in the back. Um, shit, Russian specialist knows where we're going. Yeah. He goes, listen. So we're going to ask him. Listen, you boys fucking about. Since we got here, we have just three hours until... Uh... <laughs> Mama! <laughs> Mama! <laughs> we have just three hours until... Until Coromine wears off... We get the excruciating pains in the stomach, and then we go back to the future, yes? Oh, yeah. I forgot we time-traveled. Yeah. What? Um. (laughs) Yeah, you forgot we time-traveled. 
In Sassy's mind, this entire podcast has been an explanation of CEX. To be fair, <laughs> we spend a lot of time in it, an inordinate amount of time in CEX for some reason. Right. Despite the fact that it smells of BO and they don't let you trade in Game Boy games. No, they do. They just sell ones. <laughs> don't fucking work. <laughs> Roger McGee. <laughs> right. Uh, Russian specialist we all goes. With fond memories of Roger McGee. The Russian specialist actually pulls out his shotgun, aims it at your head, Sassy, and goes, fucking drive. Alright, alright. I'm gonna drive like it's a Toyota Corolla. So we're not going anywhere fast. While we're driving, can I just turn around and ask the Russian specialist when he moved out of Glasgow? Because that was very Scottish. Yeah. He says. Also, at what point do we stop calling him Russian specialist and start calling him former USSR <laughs> specialist? I am not from Glasgow. <laughs> I am from. Moscow, the motherland. <laughs> Go communism. Oh, God. Right. <sighs> You're driving along. Um, he, he, is there any more conversation? Which say, right. Okay, he gives you directions as you're driving. We'll just yeah. He just gives you right, left, right. Straight on. Etc. Oh, um, do a your turn. <laughs> do a your turn. You're turning. Turning this way. Um, okay. You finally arrive on an industrial estate. Um, and you're driving through all the buildings and you come across a building that you have seen before. Because, of course, you came here at the end of season seven. Adam, do not make that face at me. You've been here before because Claire lives under the building and you explored the building and it was all ruined. You're now going back now. Do you understand? Now it's fine. Everything is crystal sphere, I was going to say, but like crystal clear, like nice and fresh. And yeah. That was unintentional. That was an unintentional pun. Okay. Oh, that's a big building. I forgot how big that building was. I kind of went over the top with that. Um, okay. So, so, last time we were here, it was littered with corpses. Yes. So, as you approach the building, um, you see a large building standing in front of you. Um, there's a lot of all smaller units out there uh, surrounding it. Out the front, there is massive steel fencing, um, like a razor wire across the top, and there's two <coughs> two security guards out the front. 
I take it you pull up the Toyota Corolla. He goes, he, he says to you, Sassy, the window isn't open yet. He looks at you and he goes, you guys have, uh, you've spoken to uh, the doctor, yes? You have more experience than me. I just worked for a French crystal sphere. I know nothing of uh, English. Yes, we can hear that your grasp on English is quite loose. My English okay. is fine! <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll wind down my window and pull up. <clears throat> and uh, talk to this guy, I suppose, if he comes to me. Alright, mate. Alright, uh, uh, just, just want to get through. What? You, you, you can't just come in here. Just gonna get through the, the gate. We've been asked to come and see the professor. Professor McGee? No, Dunn. Doctor, oh, Dunn. oh the doctor. Dunn. The doctor. That's the one. Yeah, Dr. Dunn, that's it, yeah. Doctor Dunn. I'm, I'm assuming his doctorate is in, sci is in science and no, he's not a GP, so you can. He would also be a professor as well. Yes, I need to see the doctor earlier. I have to make an appointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the appointment tomorrow. You have to ring tomorrow to make an appointment for tomorrow. You have to first get through the GP secretary, who's yes. going to ask you every question and diagnose you herself first. Yes, she'll yeah. tell you what's wrong with you before you see a doctor. Yeah. So really, we don't need to see the doctor. Who we need to see is a secretary, which I think I believe her name is Claire or something like that. Um, he gets on the radio. He he sort of wanders off. He's on the radio. The other guy is standing there looking at you. These guys are armed. They've got you know they've got like okay. assault rifles. I'm going to call the other guy over. Like, what? Uh, call, the what? Other, call the other guy over. What do you want? I shouldn't, but uh, yeah, I'll have a rebel. Yeah, go on. Yeah, Cheers. Good luck. Oh no, he gets coffee. He puts he puts the rebel in his mouth. He starts choking, furiously choking, um, to the point where he's he's on his knees choking. There's no one around apart from. We need a doctor. We need a doctor. The other guard. The other guard comes over. The other guard comes over and he goes, he goes, Billy, Billy, what the fuck, Billy, Billy, Billy. And Billy is just like, coffee, coffee, like this on the floor. And um, he goes, look, um, Dr. Joseph Dunn said, yeah, he's expecting some guys. Uh, you guys can go in. I'll deal with, with Billy. Well, is his name Bill? Yeah. What's the other guard's name? John. Oh, sorry, sorry. Take two. Ask me again. If his, 
name is Bill. What's the other guard's name? Ben. No? Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, they couldn't. I think they should have an excellent adventure. I, rewind again. Take three. Take three. Go. <laughs> Take three. Oh, sorry. What's the other guard's name again? Guard name is Bill. What's the other guard's name? Ted. Oh, excellent! <laughs> Are we done? Are we... Uh, yeah. Okay, right. Um, wait, wait, wait. Bill. Bill. Yeah. 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 Oh, Bill. Oh, no, sorry. Not Bill. Ted. Yeah. Do you want a rebel? Do you want a rebel? Yeah, I'll have a rebel, mate. Cheers. I'm just trying to save my mate's life, but I'll have a rebel. Fuck it. Uh, he gets a Maltese. He's very happy with his choice. <laughs> the fucking catastrophe that would have struck if he got a coffee too. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of just leaving both the guards outside joking wasn't going. I never could have planned that. But at the end of season seven, or whenever it was, end of season six, you walk out of the Crystal Sphere facility in the future, and there's two guards laying on the floor with what looks like chocolate covering their mouths. I never could have planned that shit. Okay, you go inside of this um, car park area, you park up your car, and all five of you... Uh, has anyone seen that Breaking yeah. Bad episode with the fly? Oh, you haven't got fly, have you? Motherfucker. Little shit's just crawled up one of them little holes in the ceiling. Okay. Right. right. So, the Crystal Sphere facility, you've been here before, but I know you can't remember. Let's give everyone a little reminder. So, you've got a foyer at the front. Um, what do you take us for? Amateurs? Is what's lower than an amateur? Novice. An Adam. The in this newbie rookie. Newbie rookie. Yes. In the foyer, there are stairs that go up to the roof. You can see from outside that on top of the roof, um, there are five or six guards up there, just patrolling the roof. Um, there is a massive hallway that leads the length of the building leading out of this foyer. Um, as you go down this hallway, I'll try and show you guys so you have an understanding. Can you see that? Sort of. So you've got the foyer here, and the long hallway goes all the way down to the back of the building. All on the um, left-hand side of you, there are all labs going all the way up the hallway. And on the other side, there are diff various different things. There's a rec room, storeroom. There's Dr. Joseph Dunn's office. There is the entrance to the monitoring bunker. There's the canteen, toilets, blah, blah, blah. And then right at the top of that hallway, you have um, a lab which has the dispersion chamber in where the toxin will be released in just a matter of hours. Um... Okay. Five hours, wasn't it? No, it was not. It is now... Whoa, fuck it. Uh, an hour? Fuck it. Yeah, about an hour. What <laughs> There's traffic. Um, so you go into the... I was a Toyota Corolla, to be fair. You were in a Toyota Corolla as well. You 
You get into the foyer and there is a receptionist at the front desk. Um, okay. Um, it's a male receptionist, by the way. He goes, okay. Um, let me just have a look. Yeah. Um, if you just take a, a seat over there on the sofa, and uh, it's some magazines there, coffee machine, and... Uh, yeah, it's kind of urgent. Is it? Yeah. Uh, we've got a big day today. We've we've kind of got a big day today. I will I will tell him you're here. We do have a big do you know day. Do you know where he is? Do you know where he is though? He's through them doors down. Uh, his office is on the right hand side, but the doors are locked. Security keypad. He'll be out shortly. We have a very busy day today. We've got some big things going on. Can you go? Can you go and fetch him? I'll phone him. I'll phone him. He picks the phone up. Yeah. Dr. Dunn. Yeah, those people are here. Yeah, right. Put the phone down. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of need a bit more effort than that. They have hot chocolate. Well, maybe it would help. Maybe it would help if we actually told you who we are. Um, you know, he could have several meetings around today. Uh, this is Sassy, and my name is Adam. We spoke to him not too long ago. Um, he told us to get here as soon as possible. And that he would drop everything he was doing um, to speak to us. And he wants to yeah, get in as soon as we get him. Yeah. I think he can skip his bag break. Could you go and get him? Um, okay, a few things. I don't believe you, you're time travellers. He doesn't smoke. Um, we have a very busy day today, like I've said. If you just take a seat, my name is Quentin. Okay. My name so is I'm Quentin. Gonna, uh, pull I will... shotgun out and point it in this guy's face. Okay, uh, Quentin stands there and he goes... And tell him to fucking unlock whoa, the door. Whoa, whoa, boys. Unlock the fucking door, now. Can I make one more phone call? It, it was not to security. Oh, just one more phone call to Dr. Dunn. If it's to security, you'll be meeting my friend, the negotiator. Okay. <laughs> Picks the phone up. Bill and Ted seem like nice guys and I don't want to have to kill them. Yeah. They're, they're good. Is one of them choking? Um, he picks the... Uh, uh, well, choking... Define choking. He's, he, you know, he's alright. Adam, you're on mute. Why do you mute it? All the while, Adam. <laughs> he just doesn't like coffee flavoured sweets or something. Oh, oh, who does? Who does? Let me just make a phone call. Please lower the shotgun. I'll just, I'll just make another phone call. I'm just going to sign it, like here. It's still pointing at you. Okay. It'll take my kneecaps out instead of my head. Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe your testicles, if you're lucky. Oh. Hello, Dr. Joseph Dunn. One of them has a shotgun pointing at my head. They're saying they're time travellers. Something about... Um, yeah, Travelling in time. Well, they know that. We're here. So. And one of them looks like... He's a mincer, but I'm not judging. I'm just... Okay, send them through. I'll send them through. Right. 
He says you can go through. He presses a button under the desk. The door is open. Yeah, I'm going to take my shoulder back. Hey, would you like a rebel? Uh, yeah, okay. It's coffee, you piece of shit. He gets a toffee. Dick. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> All five of you walk down the hallway and you can see in the labs to your right-hand side through the windows, people are feverishly working. Um, and then in front of you, about halfway up the hallway, uh, there is a man... Uh, he's a Chinese man, but like English Chinese man, uh, Dr. Joseph Dunn. And he, what are you, what, what's wrong, Seth? English Chinese? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's like Chinese American, English Chinese. No, that's, that's, that's cool. He, um, he's standing in the hallway and he, he, waves to you, sort of beckons you over, um, and you enter this man's office. He is he's an older man, and he sits down behind his desk. He's got a white lab coat on, and he introduces himself as Dr. Joseph Dunn. And he goes, no, look, I know what you two are expecting. He talks like this. Hello. I spoke to one of you on the phone. Or two of you, I think. Um, we've got a very big day today. I had no preconception how he spoke. We've already spoken to him. And we know you're just a big accent. We'll cut it out now. Are you sure his name isn't Dr. Alvar Hansen? No. Or Marvin Kendall. Um, okay. You, you, you dicks. He sits. <laughs> oh, I forgot about him, didn't you? No, who can forget about the the great? <laughs> um, Just lost in general. No, shut up. Right, okay. The um. Oh, it's such a good show. It's such a good show. He he sits behind his desk. So you need to speak to me. You've you've grabbed my attention. We've got a very busy day today. And exactly, he looks at his watch. Thirty minutes. Um, something's going down here, and we've already got worries of other things maybe happening. We've got word of a possible terrorist attack. Um, what do yeah, you know? Take out. It's all right. I killed their leader. Well, I say it's alright. It's not alright. I killed their leader. They still sort of are a thing. But the real threat isn't actually them. It's what you're about to do in 30 minutes' time. Because what you think you're going to do is exactly what you're not going to do. You're going to end the world in 30 minutes' time. Hmm. Have you heard of the term <coughs> zombies? Yes. So... If you couldn't use the term zombies but had to come up with a different name, that's essentially what you're about to do to the whole world. Walkers. There's a good one. There you go. We'll go with that. And 
this timeline, sorry, time travel talk, you don't get it. This timeline, they'll be called walkers. And I mean, if you, if you release this chemical, if you don't, then there won't be an apocalypse. And then we won't have time traveled, and then we won't be here. And then we won't have time traveled to be here. And then. Uh, Are you from the future? But the worst, the worst thing on Paradox is we understand that this is in relation this is in relation to your upcoming cure for dementia that you're about to do and what's oh. the worst thing is not only do you create these walkers these zombies um your cure for dementia doesn't work so all the people who have good dementia that don't die immediately will experience every single time they see a new plague person it would be like their first time so they're going to be scared over and over and over again. So you actually make dementia patients' lives worse um, by releasing this. Oh, you guys are evil. So evil. That's awful. I never even thought about that. And I'm saying this out loud. Holy shit. That's horrible. You evil bastards. He, you know, um, Project Takedown are the good guys, really. It's you guys that are the villains. He stands up. Ah, he stands horrible up. Horrible people. He stands I up. I might kill you. I might kill you. He, he stands you up. You don't mind. I might kill you. He, he stands up. He walks around and he sort of sits on the edge of the desk, at the front of the desk. You guys are sitting in your chairs looking at him and he says this. Look, this branch of Crystal Sphere, yes. We focused on disease research and to eradicate dementia. And we did it and we mass produced a large vial and we loaded it into a dispersion vial. And it sits in our dispersion chamber. So we've made this big pot of stuff and we put this big pot of stuff in our dispersion chamber ready for release. Adam looks a little bit confused. Well, like Batman begins with the microwave thing. Well, it sounds like a humidifier with essential oil attachment. And, and... Well, it's a vape. It's a giant vape. You've made a giant vape. Basically, it's a giant vape. And the liquid cure for dementia will be vaporised and it will be sent out into the atmosphere. Our bunkers... Yeah, we know. And it's gonna fucking ruin the world. Let me let me finish. Our our bunkers around this country will contain the cure so that we can study the results of this cure. The cure is infused with electrodes and the signals sent from the bunkers keep it contained to our shores. And if the results are successful, then we'll shut it down. The bunkers will be shut down, the cure will spread around the earth, end game, dementia is no more. And then an odd expression comes over Joseph Dunn's face. He stops talking. A blank expression. He stares into the middle distance and then he continues. Then one night, just a few days ago, I was sitting in here at my desk and it came out of nowhere. There was a dark shadow. It, des- it descended on me. It was strangely beautiful. And it showed a world, maybe the future, 
followers of the dark and the light. They will fight the globe over. They will fight to the death to save or destroy the world. There was a figure. Beams of black shot from his eyes. They vaporized all it touched. He crippled people with flashes of electricity like lightning. He was the dark shadows and he scared me. And he told me that people are always being judged. Good and bad deeds. Who is worthy and who isn't? And he told me to corrupt the cure for the good of everyone. I thought that maybe I could prevent this war. But am I the catalyst? I did it. I added chemicals, biological strains to the cure. I'm sick of this. I'm going to punch my sword through his face. Wait, yeah, Sass. Look, I know you want to do that. I know you want to do that. There is about... There's a there is a paragraph left. If okay, I mean you can do it. He'll be finishing it with a sword in his throat. Okay, you can do it if you really want to. Oh, don't tempt me, man. Do you know what? Just because I know you've written a paragraph of presumptuous pretext. I will let you finish. And, and then I'm going to scalp this guy. Dude, dude, you you could you could kill away, right? Any <sighs> other time, there may be information here you actually need. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you've written something that we should hear. Okay, it's a paragraph. I did it. I added chemicals, biological strains to the cure. I was in a daze. I was in a trance. I did what the shadows told me and I was so scared. Never have I felt like this. I'm so sorry. The only way to stop it from being released is... around the twist. Yes. Have you ever... Have you ever like this? I'm so sorry. The only way to stop it from being released is to cut four of the five wires that are on the control panel. The timer will stop and it will never be released. We always set the cures to be released on a timer because of the technical monitoring equipment we use to study and track the flow of the cure. You have to stop it. Cut four of the five wires. And Dr. Joseph Dunn looks up to the sky. I did what you wanted. I didn't want to, but I did. This is the end. You don't have me. Not anymore. I won't follow in your darkness. And he shoots himself in the head. So, he dies. But you needed the information. This is going to go off. This is going to go off in 15 minutes now. You have to cut four of the five wires on the control panel to stop the timer from releasing the cure. Oh, well, let's go. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. This is an announcement. Attention to all Crystal Sphere employees. We are under attack. Every single person in the building, please record, report to the designated defensive positions. Thank you. Thank you for listening everyone. 
If you want to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, you can at After the Event Podcast. We're also on Twitter at After Event Pod. Please follow, like, and share. And you can message us on there and email us on After the Event Pod at gmail.com. Send us feedback and questions and we'll read them out. And please go subscribe, rate and review and why not tell a friend and spread the word. Myself, Adam and Sassy appreciate your continued support and we'll see you soon.